0: Did Josh go? Because he's about to say it's a, it, it's episode number 179 of Get Valiant, and that means it's a
1: big 179.
0: Oh. Oh. So so big his shit just blew up. So I had to say it for him. Yep. Oh man. Welcome, welcome I've to the jungle, the dudes.
2: This happens to me like a lot now.
1: Good times. Yeah. Sounds like fun.
0: How's everybody on the chat? Good to see you. We're live. Hopefully, people are joining us. I think people might be excited about getting an Exo of War number two gold. I think it's the first gold. time there's ever that's ever happened. So,
1: yeah, first number two gold. That's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, Josh, did you get your pen and paper? You're gonna do the old trusty hat again.
1: Apparently, he can't hear us.
0: He can't hear us. I don't know what's going on. Um, so I will write down some name and numbers real quick uh, Eric introduce us on this episode man what now what's going on tell us what tell what's up uh, I don't know what's up what's up with you <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, we're talking about
1: exo Manowar number two that's what's up
0: yes dude we are talking about exo War number two uh, got a day off tomorrow so I'm excited happy Thanksgiving everybody um, yeah or whatever you guys want to call your stuff so um, just letting you guys know, get your name in that chat so we can get you in here live. We can see who you are, and uh, we can get your name to uh, be drawn out of the hat, uh, old school style. And uh, Really
1: drawing names out of a hat so that somebody literally, can...
0: Literally. I got Mayor of Governors on here. I'm going to do Handyman Homebrew now. Um, I'm just going to call it Handy. Hopefully there's not more than one Handy guy here.
1: Um, uh, I mean, I'll take a Handy. Wait,
0: what? Handy. I mean, (laughs) Thanksgiving Day comes to you. Oh, man. hey All right. Brute Fitness, how you guys doing, man? Good to see you on here. And Um, you know Scott Bloom is here. uh, Oh, oh, wait. I didn't get Scott in there. I didn't get Scott. Oh, wait. No, he was the first one I put in here. So we're getting everybody's name in the chat. So make sure you put your name live in the chat, and um, we'll throw you down in there. Um, oh, the mayor of governors is Aaron. Okay, Aaron. Um, good luck. Uh, oh, Todd Lewis. Got a good old Todd Lewis in here. Um, and those for that are live, maybe in Facebook, um, which it looks like it's some Facebook chats are going. If your Facebook chat's not going, please get onto YouTube. Get over into hoodootv.us. Get into the live chat on YouTube. That way we can pull your name there. So please run over to YouTube. That way we can get there. And I do see you though, Scott or Todd. Um, sometimes people have to do something with uh, Streamyard to make sure it's working. But Exo Manowar number two—we finally got Exo Manowar back from March, after not having him from a year before that. And yeah, uh, yeah,
1: he it's disappeared a for he. We didn't have him for a long time. We got one issue, and then we didn't have X-O for a long time. So. Um, I'm pretty stoked to have a new Exo Manowar issue out. This is only number two of the series. Um, it's, I'm really curious to see exactly what um, Dennis Hallam has in store for the character. Um, but, yeah, we'll get into the issue. Do you guys want to just jump straight into the issue and talk about it, and then we can do the drawing?
0: Um, yeah. So, I mean, let's get on the roll call. Dennis Hopeless. Emilio Lasso doing art, Ruth Redman doing colors, letter by Hassan, Ostman. I'm sorry, Hassan, um, and then Christian Ward killing it with covers. A bunch of cool covers in here. My favorite was that Daniel Warren Johnson that we have as our uh, art for the thumbnail here. Um, I dig Daniel Warren Johnson. Oh. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah cool. Now I can't think of the name of the artist that did the one that I loved.
0: There was one in issue number one that was close that looks like Daniel Warren Johnson.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, that's then, the one I'm thinking of.
0: Yep. Yeah. Then there's the one we used for the cover art today, with, which was that as well. So, yeah, phenomenal. that Daniel
1: Warren Johnson cover is a thing of beauty.
0: Yep. So what do, you, what do you guys think about breaking tradition of having the Exo Gold on number two versus number one?
2: Well, there's a precedent. I mean, we've had an Exo Zero. We've had a Harbinger Renegades 5 that was a gold. So it's, it's, it hasn't always been the number one issue, but... It is very rare to does it like that.
0: There was a Harbinger Renegade Five. I thought that was also a, a one. With uh, I mean, there's,
2: a, there's a gold for number one, but there's also one for number five.
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
2: It's okay. Just, it's got a picture of a gunslinger, like tight, like hanging.
0: Oh, it's uh, I yes, yes, that one was the gold foil, so that wasn't yeah. necessarily the true gold fan. It was a variant, um, um, incentive variant. But not no. like it. Not like a gold. Go to the con, wear your valiant shirt, get a gold.
2: Oh yeah, it's more like one where you had to buy it. But I'm just saying, like, um, it still happened once, and, and 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 also the zero book, you know, the under Robert Van Diddy had one.
0: Right, that's right. He did have that. He had two with EXO there, so I I remember that.
1: There, there are some zero golds. Um, this is the first number two gold, and I think it makes a lot of sense. Um. Yeah, first time um, for anything, Um, but to me, like the thing that makes the most sense is they have to do whatever they can to build hype for this book. It's one thing to build hype for a number one. It's a totally unprecedented thing to be here, you know, trying to hype up a number two when number one was however many months ago. Usually what happens is you get a number one and then immediately following you get the number two and the story continues. So we're in this unprecedented situation, so I think it calls for some drastic measures, And I think it makes a lot of sense to go ahead and give us a number two gold, um, get people hyped up, get us talking about it, get people interested, do some giveaways. Um, I know that they're talking about doing a giveaway on the Valiant Twitter and Facebook. So hopefully people are entering into that and getting a chance to win whatever they're giving away. I don't know if it's a gold book there or what the case is there. Um, But... Valiant is super nice and supportive of their fans. They were nice enough to come to us and say, "You know, we have one gold book for you guys. How do? What do you want to do with it?" And of course, our response is, "Let's give it away live on an episode because we want to make sure that we're giving it to the fans." Um, you know, doesn't make sense for one of the three of us to get the book when we can give it away. We couldn't uh,
2: couldn't agree on visitation rights for the one issue between (laughs) the three. We just we might as well just give it away to somebody, man.
1: That's right. And then we can come visit it at your house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I think about it, and it's uh, it's it's cool. I'm glad that they did it. I'm glad that uh, they're offering this way, being fans, somebody the chance to win it here. It's not as easy as going to the con, uh, but we appreciate everybody jumping on, uh, listening, and being here. Um, we're just trying to build the valiant community and get things some knowledge to the books. Um, you know what? We talked about issue number one so long ago and I, w- I think I was talking about how when uh, Arik got the deer and he was naked eating the deer, um, what that really mi- reminded me of, and I don't know if you guys have watched the movie Beer Fest. Uh, guys who did Super Troopers. It's called Beer Fest.
1: Oh, years yeah. and years ago. Yes,
0: There's the scene about. where the one dude is butt naked, and he has—he got so drunk, and he wakes up in the morning uh, naked next to a bloody deer, and he's like, Oh, I did it again. And he's like, It's just <laughs> <laughs> just totally reminding me of Beer Fest in that, with you know, a naked Arik eating a deer out in the middle of the woods. Um, <laughs> I hope that there was some type of connection there. I doubt it, but it's where my head went. So,
1: hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think we can get into talking about issue number two. Unfortunately, for um. We seen like, any other promo? All the efforts? store
0: variants. So I think that was cool too. A ton of store variants. I remember seeing a really badass John Boy. Me- I mean, I don't think I'd say badass when I say I saw a John Boy Myers because most of his art is badass to it's begin with. Uh, yeah, he had a store exclusive of this. That was really cool. That caught my eye. I think it was a uh, a uh, spread. So it was a uh, yeah spread open for a, a two page. So that was cool. But oh, what about you guys? You guys see any other store variants for this one?
2: No, the only one I've seen is that same John Boy Myers one, and it's an awesome cover. It's got great colors to it also.
1: Yep. And Valiant is also doing a giveaway, like I said before, on their Facebook, on their Twitter. So I think that they're doing what they can to try to drum up some interest in this. Um, there's an interview in the back of the books with the editor, Heather, um, talking about the book. Um,
0: we can talk about that expert. later. <laughs> but, uh, I do want to touch base on that later.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that this is – let's talk about the issue. Let's get into it. We're going to spoil it. Uh, hopefully everybody has already read it.
0: What We're going to do what?
1: We're going to
0: – So those of you who may not join the show, we spoil the crap out of books. Isn't that right, Eric?
1: Yeah, that's a- –
0: And it's not a surprise that every once in a while, Eric does get interrupted by that spoiler button. I don't know what happens. It just does not like
1: him. Well, every time I try to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, so we pick up the book with EXO um, was trying to quell a civil war in the Ukraine and this crazy robot shows up and exo fights it and then he has to chase it and then it turns out that there's this uh you know billionaire guy uh suave media smart uh billionaire uh genius um uh, on a yacht out in the middle of the ocean uh he offers to be exo's pr guy basically exo says no tries to solve the problem in ukraine on his own it goes disastrously and uh, by the end of the issue, XO realizes that he does need help. Um, I think that this is going to blow up in his face. And uh, I'm really interested to be there when it happens and see the fallout. Because I think that this is going to be an interesting story.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm really curious to see where this goes with that. You know, because it doesn't seem like he necessarily needs to go like that. I, I was kind of interested in the fact that, like, Arik does kind of come full circle on it. He's like, yes, he's like, I was wrong. I, I need some help on this, you know, which it just seems like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know what his understanding of all that would be given where he comes from and given what he's kind of been through. It just seems like we don't see enough of Arik engaging in that side of the world.
0: But he knows like, everything's VR. a robot now, though. He knows everything's yes. a robot.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, like, to me, it's just like how much of this kind of stuff does he understand? Like how much, I guess like to me is, how much does Sean Hara kind of put into his head that we don't see to help him understand things like that? You know, because I mean, the armor is definitely smarter than he is, but you know, it's just one of those things. That's that's my thought on that. It's just like, you know, how much of it does he even truly understand? Does he understand the ramifications of even needing something like that?
1: he just understands that you know going in there and punching his way to a solution doesn't fix every problem and that's what he was told was gonna happen and he tried to punch his way to a solution anyway and it didn't work it just didn't work so you know um and I think that it makes sense, you know, because Arik is kind of this like Conan-esque character who goes in and just tries to like find a solution through sheer willpower. And unfortunately, there's more nuance in the world than that. And um, you know, he needs he needs help on that front. Um, and you know, I'm I don't know. All I can say is I'm really curious to see where this is gonna go. Because, uh, like um, Scott said in the in the comments, I think that he's going to screw XL over somehow. I think that this is he's doing it for his own ends, and, and he's looking out for his own behind. Um, so for some reason, he thinks that working with XL is going to benefit him, and we just have to see exactly how that's going to play out.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I was waiting. And I actually, here's my big surprise of the book, that it wasn't the mustache twirling, I'm going to tell you, my whole plan right from the beginning. I thought that that was going to happen. I thought we we're going to get the villain. I was like, oh, great, great. He's going to, here it is. Here comes this uh, monologue of uh, here's my big plan. And I was really proud and happy that it didn't do that from the beginning. So at least uh, that was a win for this book. Um, there was a section in this book that seemed interesting. and either saying, I don't know. I don't know if there was shadow on previous runs um, or a sliding of some sort, Um, but it sounded interesting when this uh, Whitaker basically tells him, you know, are you going to come in and handle a civil war and take over the throne? Um, You know, I I just saw that kind of as that. I'm not sure what other people, if they had seen that as well, Um, but I don't think that's quite, you know, good right now at this point to maybe be calling out the, the previous runs. Or is it basically looking directly at, at Arik in what he's done before? Um, I'm not sure on that. I think time will tell.
1: I think uh, it's a little bit of both. It's just acknowledging that his instinct as a 4th century Visigoth is to um, beat people into submission and then rule over them. I mean, how long did he spend as a king of the Visigoths, right? And then he went to another planet, and what did he do? He ends up becoming the Emperor there, so I mean...
0: But this DB on a yacht knows all of that? He was there during the Visigoth? He was there in Gorin. You know what I mean? That's kind of...
2: That was kind of the thing I thought, too, after um, John and I talked about this, was just um, like, how would anybody know, like, what's going on with Arik, either, like, in the past or when he was on this other planet, you know? It did seem like like, some weird dialogue.
1: mm Mm-hmm. I don't no, think I, they necessarily I don't, I don't, I don't have to
2: know like he's necessarily throwing any shade on anyone. I just I just thought that's kind of weird. Like how would he know anything about Arik, really, you know?
1: Well, the world knows that Arik showed up and uh, tried to take over Romania and create his own kingdom and had to be brought to the US and create a kingdom in Nebraska. The world well, knows yeah, that
2: But it so, just like the dialogue kind of alluded to something a little uh, deeper you know, either in his past or in the previous run that was written by Matt
0: Kent. Yeah. I mean, when he was in Romania, he was trying to take over and take over his land. He wasn't trying to solve a civil war and kind of be, you know. He was like he the was one for yeah. the
1: of one. Yeah, but he was acting as a king, right? And so I think that it's fair to say anyone who knows about Exo knows that his instinct is to be the king and to take control and be a ruler And so that's what this guy is saying to him. Like, do you really want to go be the king of um, another country just to solve their problems? Or are you the kind of guy who looks for a fight, does your best, and then looks for another fight? And that's who Arik is now. Like, I mean, and that that makes sense um, because he's not trying to be a king, right? He's trying to live a quiet life and help people where he can. Which I think makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know I think I think it can be explained away either either way, right? I think depending on how you want to do it. But in Warren, when he talks about how it's all right and righteous this time, as in like he knows about it in the past. I mean, uh, Sean Swartz says it could be historical from the past reign. Eh, possible, um, but he would never became the ruler during his Visigoth stage. He was set to rule, but wasn't there uh, in the history lessons. Um, but it, it, I guess it just goes bigger to who is this guy? What more does he know? Uh, what are we? What are we left to see? Um, and how they do kind of you know spoil? They partner. Seem to be that they're gonna be partnering up at the end. So, yeah.
2: Man, I I felt like the the Troy Wood character was totally unlikable. <laughs> I just don't like him at all. Maybe you're not supposed to, but I didn't.
1: Which character? The billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, oh I hate him. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah.
0: I watched a segment he seems like of a that sleazy. Valiant Voice. A segment of that Valiant Voice, <laughs> and he said that when he was thinking about this Troy Whitaker's voice, it was Matthew McConaughey's voice. So I was just like <laughs> I was trying to reread it with that in mind. I'm like, hmm <laughs> but well,
1: that that is really funny, and um, I think that makes perfect sense like in the worst way possible. Right, Like, I think of him as this total, like, I know everything. Um, Yeah. I mean, he's just a a rich boy, know-it-all. I have the solution to every problem because I'm the greatest there is. Yeah. Yeah, I hate him. And I think that uh, he's, like we were saying before, I think he's taking advantage of Exo, and I think that's the direction that it's going to end up going. I'll be very, very surprised. If it doesn't go in that direction. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: on other note, what do you guys think of the, like, million-year-old uh, Generation Z Sean Hara now?
2: <laughs> I I don't understand what the voice of the character is supposed to be. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly critical of this issue, okay? So, I mean, I've been a little bit negative. I've already been a bit of a negative Nancy. I don't like Sean Har's personality where we just had a run where the character started talking. And I know that we have to evolve the character um, for each writer who gives a chance on the book. Okay. They get to have their own chance to give characters a voice and things like that. But if you were to tell me that like Sean Har's voice would be like, like a nitpicky teenager who has access to every video game ever. And all these kind of things, like, I would just be like, that's, that's not what I want to read. You know, like, uh, I'm not interested in that take. Not- or H&R Block. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, but I, I do feel like I'm definitely kind of nitpicky on this one because of that. Like, that was one of the things, like, the first time I read this issue, that was, like, my first takeaway. I was, like, I don't like what the personality is of Shanhara. Hara. I'm just not into it. I wish it was something a little bit more mature. I feel like the character, like, because we, I would assume that Shanhara Hara is probably, like, hundreds of years old. You know, it's taken long, long stretches of time for anyone to ever go into the armor for her to bond with the armor or or to bond with the wearer. So it just seems weird to me that, like, that's the personality.
1: Mm -hmm. I think that she's plugged into all electronics. You know, she's kind of a little bit like Livewire, not exactly to that extent, but she's plugged into the internet, she's plugged into networks, and she's learning. And I think that she's. Got a personality based on that, and to me, it makes sense. I guess I mean, I see where you're coming from, but I just don't have the same feeling about it. I think yeah. that it makes sense, and um, I'm yeah, glad it just, it just
2: seems like like what they do like in the Marvel movies where like Jarvis, Iron Man's AI of his armor, has like a like its own little personality, and they're like, we went not know what that, but like younger and like wittier, and uh, it just doesn't. I mean, I don't know, it might just be that like it's it's too unique an idea for me or maybe it's just i've read these books for too long but it doesn't work for me but it just it's just for me you know like i mean it, if it works for someone else i'm glad they enjoy it
0: yeah I much. yeah I, I agree it does seem like that and then there's this interesting approach of like you're getting your butt kicked and it's like well, Shanhar, it's actually both of you, right? Aren't you like it's a living piece of thing too? Yeah, our kicking our butt. My armor. I'm the one taking the blows. You're the one being protected by me. Do something. Whereas, uh, like, you're making a dumb choice. Uh, so, <laughs> it, it, I don't know. There, there, there was some disconnect there for me on that. And um, yeah, I mean, I, and it's still early. It's still early to really overall judge it. I mean. It, it was definitely a different tone than what we're used to uh, with both books um, that have came out with a Venditti and with Kent. Um, it's definitely, um, you know, and, and I was going to say, wait to save till the infer, but when you read Heather Antos is uh, kind of uh, blurb in the back, it talks about, it's, you know, a new armor, a new, you know, a new Shanhara, but same Aric, Right. And so that's what they were going for. So, I mean, it was validated within that blurb in the back. Um, I don't know how much Valiant fans that have been fans of those two runs really wanted that or, you know, but so there is going to be some disconnect there.
1: Personally, it feels like a natural evolution to me. I don't feel like there's a big disconnect. I feel like um, Arik and Shenhar's relationship has developed over time and we're now at a point where, you know, their relationship is changing, and it's because their relationship is changing that they are still kind of feeling each other out. Shanhara is just now becoming more vocal and more of a equal part of the relationship as opposed to being controlled by Arik, but she still doesn't want to be overbearing and tell him what to do because she knows that's not gonna work well. Um,
0: Which is, I could see that, Josh. I could
1: see that. Yeah, Josh is making a great point. Maybe Shinhara only recently became uh, self-aware and is kind of in an adolescent phase. I think that makes sense. But I think it makes sense on the face of it without even having to go that deep into it. But, you know, maybe maybe I'm just too much of a, uh, I like everything, you know, Homer, but um, I think that... uh, well, I think know, that it makes sense the way that it's being done. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I hated everything Valiant does, I mean, what would be the point of even doing this? Um, it's I true. think that they're giving true. us good content. Um, I think they're giving so, us good all content. I think that this that is.
2: I really hope Puberty hits an issue three. You know. The... <laughs> oh,
0: my God. That's <laughs> going to. Yeah, I hope not. I don't know. I'd rather deal with a tweeter than a. Quick rather deal with this the one. rather deal with the tweenie than a uh, a puberty, so yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for
2: that. I can't wait for that issue where Eric, has to explain the birds and the bees to Shunara. It's gonna be awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, because I mean, yeah. When he's flying in space, I don't know. It's kind of kind of weird. So wasn't there wasn't there an issue about him peeing in the suit? Um, I was killed.
2: Yeah, that was in Kent's run. Yeah. Who knows what who knows what like craziness was going to go on there too, you know.
0: Then you tie that back to Shanhara being an adolescent girl. Not cool. Girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're taking this metaphor a little bit too too seriously. Uh, there are yeah. so
0: many
2: comments I'm just holding back saying just because I
1: don't <laughs> want to this so It's bad. Cuz you it. know I'm just going to sit here and shake my head at you.
0: You would. <laughs> It's so rough. Hey, okay, let's move on. But uh, I love the actual pencils in this. I think the pencils look really good. Um, I think it's a, a good uh, penciled book as far as uh, all that's concerned. So,
2: yeah, I don't. Where did where did Emilio Lizo Camp come, come from? Because I'm not familiar with his work prior to this. I, I think that the dude's got a lot of talent.
1: Yeah, and
0: it's just
2: weird that like, where did he come from? Like what? What else can I see that that
1: he's drawn? This book is so dynamic visually. It's so um, kinetic. Like everything feels like it's moving. Like there's no boring panel to me. Even the scene, um, even the scene where it's, um, you know, him in the house in New York and the with the mom and the kid and
0: with the man bun tablet <laughs> with the man bun
1: the obligatory man bun which Arik has always worn it's not a new thing so right. don't pretend Still it's a new a man thing.
0: you know you know not every guy can
2: pull that off he pulls it off pretty well
1: i think he does a decent job um who's
2: going to tell him
1: huh yeah who's going to tell him that's out of out of fashion um but uh no even those pages that were this quiet scene you know domestic scene even those were super dynamic um Hindsight, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but I think that the the pencils are done really well. The colors are absolutely amazing. Um, I feel like the art in this book is as solid as you could want it to be. I really like the style. Um, it feels like that perfect balance of, like, it feels like a comic book. It has little bits of cartoony feel to it that give it a little bit of an animation feel. Um, and it also is just realistic enough where I don't feel like it's kiddie. You know, it feels like a perfect blend of like a teenager could read this and really get into the visuals, but it's also still serious enough on the visual side to where I can, I don't feel like I'm reading a kid's book. You know, um, so I, I think that there's a really good balance there. The, the visuals are amazing and I do, I am enjoying the story. Um, I know not everybody is, um, but I, I I am enjoying the story as well.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with a lot of the um, sentiment about the art, you know, and, and to me, like, I think the detail is just a little higher um, than a lot of artists out there that do just like straight superhero books. And so I'm really digging that. I, I like that. I like his faces. Like his faces seem to stand out a lot too, like their expressions. It's not just the same the same face everybody makes. So I'm liking that. Uh, Ruth Redman's colors work really well there. A couple of the backgrounds look a little weird. Um, John knows what I'm talking about that. Like there's just a lot of – what was the color you said it was?
0: Um, I think baby shit green.
2: <laughs> a lot of that. Um, and one thing that, um, I don't know, like, who's like, I don't know if it's like a fault thing or if it's just like a, I mean, I'm sure this was just a judgment call where they're like, that's what we think looks good. But like sound effects, onomatopoeia, in this book, they all look incomplete.
1: Like they look like they
2: started them and then they're just like, well, we're done. (laughs) They're not really finished looking, you know, like to me, like they just look weird and they don't look, they don't look complete.
0: Yeah, there was did not right
1: I, I didn't I didn't get that impression reading this. It um,
0: can you see this one where it looks like it, when he's back on the boat, it just looks yeah. I don't know. I I, I get what you're saying, Josh. I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, th-
2: this was easily the most nitpicky I've felt about a Valiant book in a really long time. I I mean I still liked it. It was a, just a, a hair above like average. Um but mostly because of the art. I mean, I, I really do like what Lizo's doing with the pencil work, but I had some problems with it.
1: To me, like, this isn't a perfect book. It's not perfect. It's not my favorite thing that Valiant has done. Um, it's not my favorite Exo story even so far. You know, I do think it's better than the Kent run already, but – I'm not a huge fan of the Kent Run personally. I, I don't think that's bad either, but it's not my style, it's not my taste. Um, so I think that this is better than that. To me, we've got art that is I mean this art is a four or five four seven, five out of five any day of the week uh, mm-hmm. for me. The story maybe not quite up there, but it's still solid, right? So even if you go low on the score on the on the story, and give it a you know a three five three point seven five, you still end up in that four to four point two five range, averaging it out, and I think that that's reasonable. I, I would give this book a very 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 solid four out of five. I do think that it is a good book. I know I'm probably going to be the highest scoring on it, but that's okay to me.
2: But that's okay. I mean that's what makes it good, you know. Like we can all have a difference of opinion. Well, I'm going to go a bit lower, man. Uh, you know, for me this is like a three out of five. You know, and and the one thing I'm really, really hoping with this issue, because it's been a long time since we reviewed the the first issue. I actually really liked the first issue. You know, I just thought that this one was kind of a drop off. Um, But I'm just hoping that this is an issue where I've read it like three times. I just didn't like it that much. I'm hoping it's just one of those like blips where it's like, okay, I didn't love it. I didn't think it was great, but I'm still looking forward to issue three. Uh, and hopefully that's the issue that, that puts me back on track with this.
0: Yeah. Um, it's Like I say, it's still early. It's issue, it's issue number two. Um, the things that I, I don't like about it are, are, you know, and doesn't mean that what I say goes, right? That's definitely not the truth. But I, I, I'm not enjoying the, the kind of the character change of Shanhara, um, the kind of future setting up of new powers that are to be there. It just—it seems. I don't know. Like I said, it seems disconnected from the continuity. Um, but that's that's my opinion from what I see. Only in two issues, there's a lot to be done with it. Um, I do think that Dennis does do a lot of um, just the dialogue really well. So I do think that his writing definitely keeps you engaged in what's going on. So I appreciate that. Um, he does do dialogue really well, and.
2: His characters do sound different.
0: They they know, do I'll sound different. They do sound different, and he has his own voices for him. And yeah. you know, it's that's part of reading comics. It's part of reading anything. Is that you have to trust the reader to to hear the voice. And what we had previous runs, maybe the voice was different in his head than it was for for us. Um, it's all on the different experiences and whatnot that people have. So I mean, but we'll see what happens with the story. We'll see what happens with this ty- uh, this Whitaker and um you know maybe maybe the uh the uh younger generational shanhara will grow on us and um but yeah um i enjoy the art i think the art is great there were some background images with the color that were off but ultimately i think uh root did a really good job with colors um I, there's just a few panels that like i say of the background um i didn't enjoy but that's easy that's just being nitpicky there and um but ultimately, with where the story is, um, I would be sitting at about a uh, three right now. I'd be sitting at a three right now with the uh, story and art. So, um, Eric's surprised because he thinks everybody lo- has to love it because he does.
1: You know, <laughs> feel the exact same way that I do.
0: I'm just kidding. That,
2: that's that's Eric for you. He's always pushing his views on
0: us. He's always got to be right. No. Yeah, but I, I think it's it's really an interesting uh, aspect of, of this book. It is a change. It is going to be something different. And that's just the way, you know, a lot of books are. Um, and you can't quite always do that. I mean, I'm a fan of Batman. I'm a fan of Adam West, right? And those are two different Batmans. Um, and so I think sometimes you have to be willing to kind of separate that. So uh, the Dark Batman to the 66 Batman are different. And so I think sometimes you have to be willing to kind of take a little bit of a different, um, approach from time to time. So, well, um, yeah, I, I think yeah. that
2: brings up a great point, you know, because I can't think of like too many books where I like a straight 80 issues of it, you know, like, I don't like a, I don't like a straight 80 issues of walking dead or invincible. And I, and I liked Invincible a lot, you know, but there's still issues in there that weren't great. Um, it's bound to happen. You know, I mean, and I think that we just don't have have a high enough volume of back issues, you know, with this, with any of these characters, really, since 2012. And because of that, sometimes when you get a bad issue, you're just like, oh, great, like, how many more are we going to have? You know, we don't know when we're going to get another chance of these characters and and things like that, you know?
1: Yep. Um, I think that... um, First off, I think Invincible is a bad example because I don't know that there were any bad issues of that. Um, but um, I think part of the issue that we're running into right now is that we're getting so few issues from Valiant, so few comics from Valiant, that we're just laser focused on every single detail. You know, We don't have two books to review on an episode. We've got one book to review for a couple of weeks you know, so we put that much more focus into each issue, um, and every little detail stands out, um, yeah, Sean didn't enjoy the story, um, I think that he would agree with us that the art was good, but the story wasn't good enough, um, and Todd wants to understand where they're going with his favorite character, totally understandable, I just don't think the two issues in, we're going to know where they're going, right, um, yeah, Robert chiming in saying that Dennis does his best with longer form stories. Um, I think that if we can if we can hold on and we get a four issue arc and three arcs down, right, um, it, to give him a chance to actually show us where he's going and what the intentions are, what's being set up. Because remember, Venditti's arc is so great. Or Venditti's run is so great because it's this massive fifty-plus issue epic that sets the stage from issue one forward and builds on itself from from issue to issue, from arc to arc. We got to yeah, give and a chance. Didn't have a huge
2: you know, either, you know. I
1: mean, right? He didn't have he a it. pandemic it was after a issue one. We we're job.
2: looking at a long time because of the pandemic. You know, and I think. Yeah. I think if by, by like right now we should have been on like on issue seven or eight of this book.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we should definitely be much further along. We should be a couple arcs in. Um, we would have a very good idea of Hope, what hopefully maybe we'll a couple is.
0: arcs, not a couple arcs. Hopefully, there's one one arc.
1: Yeah, one <laughs> arc. <laughs> <several arcs.
0: laughs> one arc. <laughs> Same old arc.
1: Different Sean Hara. Um, I think that again, we got we're seeing a natural evolution of the character, and I think that over time you know, we'll get an idea and not everybody's going to love it. Right. But I'm glad that I'm really enjoying this story so far.
0: Well, so I'm glad you are too. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you are too. Um I think that's, that's good. And I want this book to be successful. I want it to do well. Um, so yeah, I want, I want this to be like, I think Todd, you know, to understand where, where they're going with one of his favorite character, one of my favorite characters, um, the you know the cornerstone of Valiant Universe, um, one of the tent, the tent bulls. Um, I think it is an important book and in uh, the success of the comic company.
1: So. It's one of the flagships for sure. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a very important character, and I think that they're taking it seriously. They're just not going to be able to please everybody. You you can never make everybody happy. Um, but I think they're doing a good job of it, um, so far, and that's my personal opinion. And I definitely uh respect that other people have different opinions with me. But um, we've had several people in the chat. Um, are we ready to move forward with uh giving away some gold?
0: So, who's gonna do the drawing? Um, I've been writing some names here, and I'm gonna give somebody a little bit more time to make sure they write their name, they write their information. In the comments, so we can old school put your name in the hat um, and pick who you are.
1: I and Sean Hayes can win again.
0: I got some brute fitness. I got Sean Hayes. I got Mayor of Governors. I got Scott Bloom. I got J R Schwartz. Good to see that guy on here. Sean Hayes, good to see you. Um, Todd Lewis, handyman something. Uh, handyman Homebrew Network. Ooh, I got. I like that. I need to do that. I need to brew some more beer, too. And um, Brute Fitness. Uh, I got Robert Myers in there. I don't know, Robert. If you want to get in on us, let me know. Give me a thumbs up. <laughs> let me know. Um, I'm sure you got connections still. But
1: we can yeah. do it if you need.
0: <laughs> um, so if I'm there's Robert, anybody else in the we, chat, wants to get in. Give hand cold? Yep.
1: Um. Yeah. I'm just really glad. I'm really glad that Valiant has given us an opportunity to give away an isu- a gold issue. You know, gold issues are always fun to have. They're always fun to collect, and it's awesome that somebody's going to get one for free just for, you know, watching an, our episode and hanging out with us and talking about XO Manwar. You know, that's all we really want to do is hang out and talk about comic books. So the fact yeah. that other people hanging out with us and talking about comic books means they can have a chance to win something is pretty cool.
2: I'm way jealous. Of whoever gets it, I still, I still don't have a copy. I have no idea how I'm going to get a copy. And
0: if I've you want to celebrate stuff, the show, cold. so it's <laughs>
2: like hold out for hope one day getting one myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, COVID will be over one day. So <laughs> one I'll day. probably
2: be over first, but you know, we'll see.
0: Just don't get the vid. You'll be fine. Make <laughs> sure you get tested before you go hang out with family. Um. I wonder if Shonhara is um
1: immune. Shonhara is immune because Shonhara is throw a- a
2: hand and she can absorb piss. So I mean I think you that's trip.
0: it. <laughs> she's a piss breaker. She's a streaker. Oh, that's good. She can absorb piss.
1: Yeah, eee. yes,
0: she can. Um she's a fantastic uh person.
1: <laughs> How come <clears throat> How come nobody says anything when Iron Man pees in his suit?
2: I don't read Iron Man.
1: <laughs> but Exo does the exact same thing, and it's this huge Well, I, I assume it's
2: just because he's a filthy savage. You know, he doesn't
0: really matter. Well, and it's actually literally, it's not an actual thing. It's not an actual living being something. It's, I mean, yeah.
2: how far removed are we from the time when he got like a hard-on over like running water? I mean, come on, man. <laughs>
1: Just, he didn't look. get a hard on, but he was pretty friggin' excited. <laughs> I'd be. <laughs> he did leave the water running all night. I remember that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. say it was a big day in his life, man.
1: Running water. Well,
0: I got some names here. If you didn't hear my name earlier, I am going to pull it. Um, gonna pull it. I mean, pull it out. Speaking of, speaking of it, gonna pull it out of uh out of this, yeah. and uh, the bald head's coming out. Love it. It's beautiful. Bald is beautiful. No man bun here. Um, Eric has a man bun down below, and uh,
2: (laughs) his party's in the front.
1: Party's in the front. You know what I did realize recently? My beard is long enough to braid now. So, are you going to
0: dress up as Haggard for next Halloween? (sighs) Haggard. No? Hag- okay. you,
2: wait, did you say Hagrid or Haggard?
0: I said Haggard at first, but
2: like, he's kind
0: Rumble? of Haggard. He's kind of Haggard.
2: That works better than Hagrid.
0: Come on. Yeah. So shiny. Oh, your okay.
2: Drink, your drink looks like it's like a laser, Eric.
0: Laser. <laughs> All right. Everybody ready? Everybody ready? Well, let's wait. do this. Uh, I had one just come out. Should I pull the one that just jumped out or no? That's your call, man. It kind of just jumped out. I don't know who it is. That's what we're going with.
1: Sean Hayes. Mayor of Governors.
0: Oh. Nagy.
1: Aaron. Isn't
0: it isn't Aaron, Aaron got was, a
1: special connection to Arik?
0: What? Yes, his son is named Arik. His son, yeah. His son is 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 newborn, is named Arik. Arik Adassia. So uh XO gold for that guy. Um which is cool. I think he won the Quantum and Woody um Christopher Hastings poster. So good good on that. So where to go? Yeah, that, so, that's
2: awesome, man. You
0: know, red drop uh red big draw.
2: Thanks to uh everybody at Valiant for letting us do this, especially to Greg Katzman, who he always reaches out. He's always like guys going to get something away. So Thanks to him for make, making a comment. Hey, you guys want to give away a gold book? We love to give stuff away. We love to give something back to people who watch. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll we'll always try to do this stuff for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe we could ask for something maybe similar when we could ask for it when we get to uh, episode two hundred, and 200. Uh, and if we can get this channel uh, up on its uh, on its subscribers, I think that would be another thing where we might be able to ask for a little bit of something. Um, you know, and they've always been so kind and nice to us. So keep on um, pushing for us guys and uh share, like do all that fun stuff. So
1: yeah, like the video, subscribe, share it around and uh, tune in when we go live. Um, you know, if you hit the bell, you'll get notifications when we go live and you'll be able to join in the conversation. Um, obviously it's great when we can give things away, but um, even on the episodes when we don't give things away we have really good fun conversations about the valiant books that are coming out any news that's going on um you know so it's always a good time to uh you know for you to join in and have your voice heard um we do know that um you know the people from valiant really like hearing what the val uh, what the valiant fans have to say so um you know from time to time it, uh, people from valiant will tune in and um listen to you know what we're saying as fans but also what you're saying as fans so if you want to be have your voice heard and be part of the conversation please feel free to you know come and hang out with us talk about valiant comics and um you know let us know what you enjoyed what you didn't enjoy you know um i'm here talking about how great exo manuar number two is and and loving it and giving it a solid score and a really high score and, um, you know, the other guys aren't, uh, enjoying it quite as much as I am. And we've got people in the chat who are giving it a one out of five. So, you know, yeah. there's, um, every, uh, um, everywhere on the spectrum, your opinion is valid and we definitely want to have everybody be involved in the conversation. If you're, you know, a fan of Valiant and, and want to be part of it, join us. You know, we were happy to have you. It,
0: did you just say our, 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 listeners, our viewers are on the spectrum? That's <laughs> well, not nice, Eric. If you are. We still love you. Are you saying that through. that's
1: a new song Because that's not nice.
0: That it's not. I think it's great, and we love you. So, um, Retribution <sighs> coming out in a week.
2: We're not a. We're not a, a. You know, echo chamber. You know, we all have different opinions, and uh, if you've got a different opinion than us, you know, like, let us know, man. It's cool. We're not gonna get mad at you.
0: Nope. Yeah. Ain't nobody mad at you. Uh, Rye number 10, December 16th is the next time there's a new book out. Uh, then we got uh, December 23rd, Exo War number 3. Um, those are the next two books for the uh, remainder of the year, outside of a couple hardcovers and trades and a reprint of Exo uh, War Retribution. So
1: so that Dr. Tomorrow trade paperback is coming out on December 16th. That is That book was so good. Um, I, I definitely
0: recommend I really want that to come out in something more like a um, like a faith the the first part of faith or the first divinity or the valiant uh, that hardcover. I think those were good little hardcovers. 20 20 bucks I believe pay 10 more bucks and get a nice hardcover to put on the shelf I thought that was a good deal.
1: Yeah, I think if you could do a hardcover with the um, Dr. Tomorrow run with, um, you know, like process art and all the a cover gallery and some interviews with Alejandro Arbona and Kim Toe. And, you know, I think that you could you could make uh, some great, great content there. So I definitely would be on board with a hard hardcover for that.
0: Yeah, dude, I, I dig that series and I'm ready for uh, the second wave to come out um, out. I'm not saying that because Robert Myers is in here and he wants to buy his that book. Um he's part of editing that, but uh, we did appreciate that. Um, I think that was one of those ones we unanimously did. So
1: yeah. Robert Myers, great guy, by the way. Um, really cool yeah. to talk to. He's he's been on the show before, so he's been he's been awesome. And um, I if, think if that you're really into right.
0: food porn, follow him on like Instagram or something. <laughs> he he posts post some amazing pictures of food. Like it's it's awesome. So
1: I I'm not it. on the gram, so I wasn't aware of that. But oh, jump on it. Get on it. <laughs> jump on it. Um but uh yeah, I think that um the whole team that was involved with Doctor Tomorrow really uh, had a hit on their hands and I can I just can only hope that it can be recreated.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: You know, I hope we can get a second series, a second uh, run.
0: I know Eric talked about this. I want to show it real quick. Show it real quick. Show it. Make sure you do those things, please. We'd appreciate it. Very cool. Yeah. What were you saying, Josh, before you got that?
2: I was just going to say, you know, the only way I don't want Valiant to make a hardcover first five issues is if they're going to do another series where we can get a bigger hardcover because we're going to have more content,
0: you know? Well, that that is true, because I have that Divinity one, and then they ended up doing the trilogy. Um, and they could have done that with Britannia, but they ended up doing all three Britannias. So I, I agree. If it con- comes up like that, I'd rather have a good couple-volume arc uh, book than just have a single arc hardcover. So very good point. Um, very good point.
1: You could do what they did with Divinity, right? Because didn't Divinity, the first volume of Divinity, get a um a hardcover, and then they did a hardcover with the whole three arc run. He just did
0: not listen to a word I said right like <laughs> three minutes before. It's like my it's like I'm talking to myself here.
1: I'm sorry, I'm trying to read YouTube comments on my phone.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, they did do that with Divinity, that's what we were saying. They came out with the Trinity. Um, they could have okay. done it with Britannia. They didn't. They did the trilogy that. Uh, well, what I'm glad I, I was able to remember
1: that and remind you of it.
0: I appreciate that. I only if I would have thought of that.
1: I don't think you could have possibly come up with that on your own no. without
0: my help. I mean, I, you see, you hear me listening to, to to Eric and respecting his point of view, but obviously, mine means shit.
1: So- oh, man. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's good, but no, that's that's kind of the point. So, but uh. <clears throat> Yeah, we could ramble on and on. Um, And then looking forward to that, like going to Todd Lewis, looking forward to that Shadow Man run. Um, There are some things exciting with, um, what do we got? We got a couple of things coming around the corner, Shadow Man in uh, April, Um, February we have Savage, Uh, got Bloodshot returning in January and um, something coming in March. We'll see what March has to hold. I'm hoping they finish up the visitor and that could connect to something bigger in the world Um, because the only way I can explain anything of it being off the shelf for those last two issues, so crossing my fingers and wishing for luck.
1: Little Birdie did say that the visitor is going to come back. Um, Obviously, we don't know when that's going to be, and I don't know that anybody knows when that's going to be other than the the fun. You motherfucker. (laughs)
0: <laughs> thought that thing just jumps out no, we
2: at were told, you. we were told it come back and you know what no one would make liars of
0: us So, yep.
1: Right uh, oh man well I want to say thank you to everybody who participated in the conversation tonight um, who got in on the drawing congratulations to Aaron for winning it um, get at us with your information so that we can get it out uh, get Valiant to ship it out to you um, cause that makes a lot more sense than them shipping it to us and us shipping it to you. Um, but, um, oh, mind that
0: yeah, shoot me, shoot me a message, Aaron.
1: Yeah. Get in touch with Hoosier. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks everybody for joining us for this conversation. And like I rambled about a little bit earlier, uh, definitely want to, you know, have people be a part of the conversation moving forward as we talk about, you know, Rye and bloodshot and all the rest of the books that are coming when Savage hits. And when Shadowman uh, shadow man hits, we're all going to be excited and want to have as many voices heard in that conversation as possible. So thanks again for everybody watching, listening and participating with us in this conversation. We will see you guys all next time signing off. I am Eric Baumgard.
0: I'm Josh Rathbun. And I'm just Hoosier.
1: And we will see you guys next time. Stay valiant.